Very good. Hey. Hey, okay? Yeah, I gotcha. Look at that that look you got going on with the blurry background. I know, I got the the blur going. Man, you look so professional. I try, you know, I gotta at least, I gotta attempt. For our first, like, Instagram live video as Roadrunner, we gotta look good. You look good. You always look good. You see, we got the fuzzy logo in the background here. I see that. It's a logo. Yeah. See what I got going on? I got a car. See, you, that's professional. That means you're on the go, you're moving, um, you're moving, you're wheeler and dealer today. It, it's all meetings today. I'm all over the place, and I'm hesitant to drive, so I'm going to stay right here because I don't want to lose connection. Oh, yes. you know, You know me and my connections have not been great historically. Yeah, it it's, can be a little rough. <clears throat> it's been a while, too, huh? It has, yeah. <clears throat> so I am happy to see you're okay. I know we were going to do this last week, but you are feeling right. a little ill, so good to know you're feeling a little better. Got, got a little cough, but I'm going to keep it low. All right, good, good. So... I thought, like, just to kind of introduce you a little bit to this audience and uh, maybe talk a little bit about some injuries that could pop up when folks start to, like, introduce new workouts into their training. So, like, I've been – I've got this, like, trail race coming up, so I've been doing a little bit more trail running. I've tried to introduce some, like, hill workouts, some interval stuff, like – quicker you know minute intervals or whatever and then i also have to do like the long run thing because it's like a 10 mile trail race so i gotta kind of so this is like a selfish coffee talk for me to it's know all about you eric, eric it's always all about you it's all right. <laughs> so i'm always I'm just, looking, I'm just looking to see like what injuries to kind of keep my eye out for you know oh good question but so, let's, go, let's go before we start to oh, get into that okay who are you what are you doing here? Um, I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> here. Um, um, so my name is Mike Silva, in case you don't know. Um, I own Foundation Performance, which is a local PT company, three offices. Um, I started a, um, a company called Run Strong, where I'm trying to educate <clears throat> runners and coaches, keep them healthy and not get hurt. Um, and basically between those two um, companies, my mission is to keep runners running, is best possible and keep them healthy and thriving (coughs) 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 we're good sorry guys (laughs) it's all right um yeah i don't have covid and it's not catchy through instagram either so in case anyone's wondering yeah um yeah so i've spent my whole career just trying to keep people active keep people healthy and um i've had the fortunate opportunity of working with lots and lots of runners thousands by this point between mm-hmm. public speaking and treating. I've had the fortunate opportunity to work about 15 Olympic runners. So I've you know, worked people from middle school and couch the 5K <laughs> to literally some of the fastest in the world, which is awesome. Yeah, that's me. great. Yeah, cool. and, I, and, I, and I've known you guys forever. <clears throat> and it's been a great relationship with you guys. And I love Eric and I love Roadrunner. And this is awesome. I'm glad we're doing this. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped too because like it's it's been fun to chat with you. <coughs> now I think we get to share some valuable information with our customers, and I think uh, having you on here will help inform some of their decisions because uh, you know you know what you're talking about, my friend. Well, at least I got you fooled. At least you, yeah. I was gonna <laughs> say you at least have you know have me fooled with that. So and, and hopefully we can, hopefully we can get consistent too. So. 
the, the Run Strong Foundation crowd, Roadrunner will know, here's the day, here's the time, let's do this, because we've been all over the place for the past yeah, month yes. or two. I've had some ill children, <coughs> and, uh, you know, you're getting over your cough there. So, right. yeah, yeah, we'll try to keep it consistent. Friday is 930 for at least a little bit here. Cool. Sounds good. Um, cool. So let's get into this thing, selfishly again. Yeah. I, I've started to introduce some uh, new workouts into my training. I usually run, say, like five days a week, but then I've got like a hill workout, say, on Tuesday, interval session Thursday, long run on the weekend, and then I'm trying to do some trail stuff. So if I am someone who's just kind of getting into, say, say trail running specifically, if I'm just getting into trail running and I maybe I haven't done it before, do you have any idea as to like some injuries that could potentially pop up if you're kind of getting off the roads and getting into more technical trail stuff? Sure. Before you get into injury, the mm -hmm. fact that you're doing that, the varied um, types of workouts, you're doing some hills, you're doing some trails, you're doing some road, you're doing some long runs, you're doing some quick speed and strength work. That's the key is the variability you're throwing in there. So your risk of certain cumulative trauma injuries are already much lower than if you were just, I do five miles, seven days a week, same pace, same route, same surface, same speed, same everything. That's when people get into trouble. So mm -hmm. variety is the spice of life, right? Isn't that a phrase that I hear? That's the phrase. Yes. That's that's our phrase for today. Like, so mm -hmm. kudos to you, man. So that, and that's built into a lot of really good training plans anyway, right now is that mm -hmm. variability. Um, Cause you know, you need, you need a good base. You need those miles. You need a ton of foot strikes, but you need some speed. You need some resiliency. So that's all great. Mm -hmm. um, the first thing, whenever someone's on the trails, the biggest injury, and it's not necessarily a running injury, um, mm -hmm. but it is um, sprained ankles. Oh, yes, dude. My ankles get beat up. Um, yeah. Like, especially like the outside of my ankles. So like I've got, um, like I guess it would be, I don't know the term. Does the IT band go all the way down to the ankle there? I don't not know. all the way down. All right. Well, then but, I don't know what I'm talking about. That's why you're well, here. On the well, outside of my leg, I get pain. That's yeah. I know that. So, so where your fibula is out there, right? <clears throat> sure. Sure. So, yeah, you got IT band stops about where the fibula starts and just below the joint line of the knee. And then you've got, we can just, we'll summarize it as your peroneal muscle group, the muscles mm -hmm. on the outside of your leg. So those are the ones that will help keep you from spraining your ankle so they'll help turn your foot and mm -hmm. um, so you're not rolling so a typical ankle sprain is you roll over your pinky toe and you just kind of boom you, you know you hit a root or you hit a rock or something and your ankle just rolls yeah i've yet to meet someone who's never sprained their ankle it's a nasty noxious stimuli and it's not <clears throat> fun um yeah. so you're what you're most likely feeling is that peroneal muscle group because you're in like an unstable surface and every step you take is slightly different, which is great, which is why trail running is really good. And I see a lot mm -hmm. of people get the typical running injuries a lot less when they incorporate more trails because every step's a little bit different. You know, you're not just doing the mm -hmm. exact same load onto the muscles and soft tissues every single step. Um, yeah. So what you could be feeling is your peroneal muscle group really trying to keep your ankles from rolling. Um, I've never, I don't know if I've ever assessed your feet, but I can't remember if I did. Um, you know, people with really high arches and that mm -hmm. tend to hit on the outside of their foot, um, will tend to be more prone to ankle sprains. People with flat. Yeah. So, That's me. 
So you got to keep your peroneal muscles super strong and you got to have good mm -hmm. proprioception, meaning, you know, when your foot's on the ground, you need to, to train it so the information coming from your foot to your brain is really fast. So good balance, um, good agility, those types of things are needed and that'll, you know, strengthening the hip, the outside of the thigh, the outside of the lower leg, all that stuff will help prevent um, the ankle sprains. Mm -hmm. So you're, you might be feeling your um, peroneal muscles kind of screaming that they need a little extra help. So gotcha. maybe I can uh, stop by the store and give you some um, peroneal strengthening exercises. Oh, that sounds lovely. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> cool. So, and do you think like running more, like doing more of that trail running will help you just get better as you do it, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So again, going back to the, the ankle sprains are just random events right right there's, there's a root or a rock and you take it <clears throat> yeah so you can have the best strengthening program in the world the best soft tissue preparation and warm up and you you look good you got the best sneakers on and you can roll your ankle three steps into a run mm -hmm. so again that's not like a typical running injury um yep. but the more you do and again i might i might have forgotten the question there but the more you do <laughs> to keep yourself stable and strong to resist that the better, and the more you're used to those varied environments. So yeah, you want to be good on the trails, do more trail runs. You know, just pay attention. Uh, most people will sprain their ankle when they're off, whether they're listening to something or they're just turning their head, talking to someone, their, their running partner. Yeah. Um, or when you start to get really tired, that's when you're going to be at more risk of rolling that ankle. So yeah, yeah. you know, pay attention, be mindful when you're out there. Watch where you watch where you're going, and. Uh, Hopefully you don't meet the route in the wrong position at the wrong angle at the wrong time. Yeah, that can be rough. Yeah. Um, so to let's jump off of the trails. We're getting off the trails. And um, we are – so I have been doing a little bit more like interval stuff. So where I'm, you know, running hard for a couple minutes, backing yeah. off for a couple minutes, and um, kind of varying the paces and the distances and all that stuff. So if I'm someone who's just starting to introduce, say, running fast, like for a shorter period of time and then backing off, are there any particular areas I should focus on um, maybe to war warm up uh, properly? And then, like, are there any injuries that could <clears throat> potentially pop up when I start to do this stuff if I haven't done it before? Yeah, yeah great question. So, yeah, if you start getting more explosive and um, faster with your runs, you're going to um, tax your hip flexors a little bit more and then also mm -hmm. like your calf and Achilles. So if you visualize, like if you just look at the sprinters and they're starting, they've got this like a longer stride, they're up on their toes a little more. Typically, the faster you go, the more in your forefoot um, you'll <clears throat> strike. If, you, mm -hmm. if you're a heel striker on long runs, it's very hard to be a heel striker when you're sprinting. So most people are up there. So if you're not used to landing on your forefoot and you're doing some speed work, there's a little more um, stress into the plantar fascia, the Achilles tendon, and the calf. So I think you need to do some prep work, not necessarily just that day, but leading up to, if you know speed work is going to be in your future, things like um, just jumping, like the running jacks and jumping jacks or skipping mm -hmm. rope, just to get some of that explosiveness into your calf and your Achilles tendon and your plantar fascia, so it's used to that pounding. Um, mm -hmm. And I would incorporate that into a warm-up for sure before you do that speed work um i think we've talked about jumping in the past in different coffee talks but mm -hmm. um you know 
if you spend a good 30 to 60 seconds, you know, a couple of rounds of that as your warm up, just jumping, if you think of yeah. jumping jacks or running jacks where your foot is hitting um, one in front of the other and switching or just yeah. skipping rope, um, you're kind of waking your body up, you're getting your nervous system ready, you're getting your tissues ready to be a little more explosive, which is going to be needed. Um, mm -hmm. So that, so that, that kind of covers what you can do to get prepared as far as the calf, the Achilles and the foot. Um, and then for the hips, you know, the faster you go, the more hip flexor drive you have, the more you're going to throw that knee out in front to really start to build some power and momentum. So mm -hmm. keeping your hip flexors healthy, not only loose, but also strong. Um, mm -hmm. So things like lunging types of position where one leg is back, really trying to open that up. And then within your warm up, you want to exaggerate with a much less intensity, a, a kind of a sprinting stride. So doing some swamp walks, which are like lunge walks types of thing as part of your warm up will help prepare open up the hips a little bit. So those are probably the two biggest areas that will have the increased stress when you pick up the speed. Got it. Cool. So, um, let's see, RBM Top Gear says speed work every Wednesday was not a fun day. I, <laughs> you know, I think sometimes it can be, it can be a little rough to get out there and do the warm up properly and make sure you're kind of doing all the little things to make your speed session um, successful. But I think mm -hmm. if you do it, and I found this too because we chat all the time, and you're always yelling at me to actually warm up before I go running. I find Eric, that Eric, I, I, I don't yell. That's true. You do. You it's stern. It's like uh, it's like when you disappoint your father or something. Like I'm letting uh, you down, you know. Yeah, if I don't I've got warm that. Up. My kids tell me I have that look of disappointment sometimes. Like I got to work on that. I don't like. People, <laughs> I don't want people to feel disappointed. <laughs> I just you're you know you're I can just picture you like telling me, hey man, you got to warm up properly when it's like. Right dark out it's 5 30 i gotta go get my run in and I just do it i gotta warm up because so, if you if you willingly make the time to warm up and prep yourself for these workouts mm -hmm. it'll avoid you having to make time to heal up an injury or go to therapy or not run okay. so you know it's very few people can do the type of training you're talking about not take care of themselves and not get hurt. They're unicorns. They they don't exist. Like it's sooner or later it catches up to you. So make the time willingly to prepare and then you won't be forced to take the time to rehab. Right. It's much easier to take, you know, a couple minutes before your run than it is to take six months off because you tore something. Bang. I don't like right? that word tore, yeah, that's bad. It sounds terrible. It um, does. So let's talk about this one more thing that uh, again, selfishly, I've been doing, and okay. so I need to know what to look out for. So I've been doing like hill workouts too, because I know okay. this tr this trail race. Oh, I see you got coffee. Good stuff. I got a little Borealis um, hot black coffee. It's great. Nice. Yeah. I got my world. Uh, I don't know if you can see it. Best dad ever mug. There you go. That's you, man. Right. I know you're a dad too, but you're the best. I'm the best one, so sorry. Yeah, you are. I'm, I'm, <laughs> everyone's fighting for second. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, um, so I have been doing, like, hill workouts lately, so I need to know, like, what to look out for. I know that, like, when I do hill workouts, I'm going to get a little bit of stress on the Achilles and calf, but, right. like, um, so, yeah, what are some things I could look out for when I start to introduce hill workouts? Yeah, so uphill running is the same extra stress as um, – Speed work. Okay, you okay. need a little more. You need a little more hip flexor drive. So if you're, you know, how are we doing this here? So if you're running uphill this way, 
you need mm -hmm. to get a little more hip flexor drive to clear the ground and get your foot out in front, yep. right? And then it's a lot of posterior chain, so glute, hamstring, calf, a lot to push up because you're not only just going forward, you got to go up against gravity. Right. So um, maybe the biggest difference between speed maybe is a little more stress onto hamstring and glute, like those muscles that extend your hip. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, posterior chain, calf, and then the hip flexion, very similar to the sprinting. Um, now, I don't know how many people do downhill running. Do you do any downhill? Or just um, I do, yeah. So, like, one of the things with, like, trail running I found, like, I've done a couple of races, and I find that's where, like, a lot of people make up ground or make their move because I'm all, like, timid. Right. And, like, because I don't want to take a digger. And right. uh, they're just, like, plowing past me, like, blasting. So I have I been trying to introduce a little bit of that where I'm running – kind of quickly downhill. Right. Um, so yeah, what, what do you got? Any well, tips? running downhill scary. And I've been hiking. We were just hiking in New York a couple of weeks ago. And there was this guy barreling down this hiking trail. I, I mean, he was probably doing like a six minute mile pace on rocks, roots. And the whole time I'm just visualizing ligaments in his ankle, like just being torn, like I don't know how the guy did it. Um, it was impressive. And I've seen a lot of trail runners hammer downhill. And, yeah, you can make up a lot of time, but it's mm -hmm. scary. Yeah. So you come downhill, there's a lot of extra force as you're hitting the ground because you've got gravity now pushing you down even more. you got your momentum going down. Mm -hmm. So the biggest thing there is um, anterior knee, like around the patella. So quad, mm -hmm. patella tendon takes a beating. Um, yeah. So you got to be careful on that. Um, you do have to lean back so you don't fall face first downhill. Look at that, RBM Top Gear. Make sure you lean back a little bit downhill. You have to. The hard way. Isn't that yeah. a song? Lean back. I'm sorry. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> it was a few years ago. But it was, right? Was, yeah. yeah, you got to lean back because mm -hmm. you're going to go, you know, head first downhill and you're going to break things and smash faces. Nothing good comes out of that. No. But also with that comes this extra back extension, um, which can put extra um, strain on the lower back and even into the front of the pelvis. So there's, there's it's, it's a different stress into the body so if you're going to be doing trail runs there's going to be uphills there's going to be downhills so in yep. your training make sure that you have the resiliency to handle some downhill runs and mm -hmm. as far as going fast um, I'm similar to you and I think about when I'm on the bike too like I've biked with groups and people get on a downhill and they just want to see if they can get to 50 miles an hour like they just fly and I used to do that when I was young and stupid now I'm like, I'm coasting with my hands on the brakes because <laughs> yes. I don't want to die. <laughs> like, that's not going to make my workout better. Like me no. going downhill faster is only just pure adrenaline rush. Um, right. So I'm more cautious going downhill, and I would mm -hmm. be the same thing on trails. I'm just not as strong and confident in my ability to um, withstand a rock and a root like I would, would have been 15, 20 years ago. Right. I'm finding that too. I'm getting old. Yeah. So again, we, hey, listen, here's something I'm going to say we've said a million times. What's your why? Why are you doing these races? Are right. you going for the win? Then you've got to get more confident in flying down the hill. Are you doing it because it's something to do? It's a goal. You want to get out there. You've got to get the competitive juices going, but you're not really looking to podium. Then just let's not get hurt, man. Let's enjoy it and show up for the next one. Right. I am. I'm dangerously in between both of those things. Because <laughs> you, know, like, you still okay, got some speed, I bet. So you, right, you're still I'm competitive. Like, I'm like, I'm. I know when I get there, I'm gonna be like, <clears throat> oh, I gotta 
win or I got to try <laughs> yeah. to be in the front. And then I, but like, like you're saying, I'm old, man. I got a, I got a ankles I got to take care of. I got kids that I, you know, I'm doing Instagram live and all my face all busted up for these things. You need all so, your, you need all your chiclets in your mouth. So you look good when you right. smile. Exactly. I, you know, yeah. I'm a little vain, but like I, <laughs> I'm like in between. So I got, I think I got to pick something and just like, write it out you know so but but on that note so yeah you're like you're you're a competitor so you're up there you're trying to win um maybe you're trying to win but it's tough for you to take that competitiveness out of you and you're good at it so for someone like you you could be in a dangerous position so you need to do a lot of good um prep work you need to make sure you've got good proprioception stability and balance on on one leg you need to have resiliency going downhill like there's some things you can do and then you'll become more confident and you'll feel the difference. Your foot will hit the ground and it'll be like you're one with the earth, you know, versus like you kind of like, like running on marbles, you know, so you can, get, right. you can be more solid and you know, get, you know, low center of gravity and really trying to um, like get your foot into the earth. Again, I'm repeating myself, but you can do that by getting stronger um, and more resilient. And there's definitely things you can do. So, yeah. again, because it's all about you today. Let's get you in the office and let's get you some a good self care program because I mm-hmm. I want to see you on the podium and be like yeah Mike look it worked yeah it's like <laughs> uh, like an Oscar speech you know I'll be up there I'll have to thank some people yeah just no political rants though oh no never never no, um, but well you know you'll be top of the list right before wife and kids before well yeah I mean you got me to the top baby I, I did. And what has Christine done for you lately, right? Uh, just Except... ev- just everything in the world. <laughs> right. Gave you two beautiful kids. <laughs> right. I mean, all the things. Yes. Um, cool. So I think I gotta, we got to wrap this sucker up, you know? All right. Um, you, got, you got a joke? I think you have a joke you said. I, I do, yes. We have this uh, thing we like to do with these dad jokes. Um, <laughs> this funny. is an interesting one. I heard it. It was some random spot. So, like, apparently... I forget who it was. There's some like famous musician. I'm thinking it's like a Keith Richards or a Mick Jagger, someone in the Rolling Stones, one of those two. Um, But they have this text chain going with their like car driver and their car driver texts them like a dad joke every day. (laughs) And this was one of the dad jokes. Um, So, um, oh, actually, before we get to the dad joke, let's see this. uh, We have like a comment that I'd like to read, you know? Sure. It says, it's from our friend RBM Top Gear. He says, running and road racing is one of the most competitive sports. And I don't think many people realize that. It's so much more than just running. People in my school think it's so easy to do cross country, and it's not. I respond, if it's so easy, why aren't you doing it? (laughs) I think it's one of the more difficult sports, to be honest. There's a lot of of self-motivation you need to get out there and do the work. It is tough. It is very hard. And that's why most sports use running as a punishment when the team doesn't do something well. That's a good right? point. Yes, the running. So laps. what what most athletes do as punishment, runners do as joy. <laughs> exactly right. I, <laughs> I feel like a madman if I don't run. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. But we, we can that. get we can get into uh, all that on a different. All right, let's dog. get back. Let's get back to dad's the important joke. thing. Let's, yes, Keith, Keith Richards driver texts him this dad joke. It's a it's silly. I'm just gonna up front. It's silly. I'm already laughing, man. Just (laughs) so. All right. Okay. So I was laying in bed last night, staring at the ceiling. It's not the best ceiling, but it's certainly up there. (laughs) I mean, come on. 
It's right? good. It's up there. The ceiling. It's good. It, it is up there. I, it's up there. The, explaining the joke makes it funnier, I think. It does, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm totally going to say that to my 14-year-old daughter when I get home later. Oh, she's going to love it. She, I'll, I'll get the eye roll, but it'll be good. Of she course. might laugh. She, she, likes, she likes a good joke. Who doesn't like a good dad joke, you know? Right. I mean, come on now. Yeah. Any, anyway, let's wrap this sucker up. I All really right. appreciate you coming on, and let's try to make this more consistent. Fridays, 9.30. I will alert everyone on my end. You alert everyone. I love having people listen in, and hopefully they get at least one takeaway, and they get a stupid joke at the end. Absolutely. And you got to teach me how to do that little filter thing you got going on. Like. I, don't, jealous. I, just, I saw it somewhere. I clicked the button. It showed up. I'll maybe it's. It is could that be on is your that phone. an? I don't know. Is is that an Instagram filter or is that a phone? It's a filter? phone thing. It was in my little drop down. It said portrait effect on or off, and I hit on, oh. and this is what I got, man. I love it. Looking Good handsome, stuff. brother. Well, yeah. thank you. You too. I'm glad you're feeling better. Yeah, thank you. Sorry for the cough in the front. Sorry, everybody, if I blew your eardrums out. But um, all right, next week we'll have a topic. We'll do it again. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody. And thank All right. you. Bye, guys. Thanks. Yeah. Appreciate it.